Welcome to Zichud Daf Simanim Emerei Avram Goldarian. Today we're discussing Yuma Daf Lamed Vav, the third parak Amalahem Amamuna. This is going to be an abbreviated shear. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the mission on the bottom Daf Lamed Hey Amabase discusses the Kohen Gadol's vidui on his part, which is done in the northern part of the Azara, in the place where it's shechted. Balo eats Oparo, Oparo Omed Bein Ulam Mizbeach. He comes to the bowl, and his bowl will be standing between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. Now the Gemara here suggests that the mission is going according to Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon. Based on a price of the Tad, Ezehud Safon, what part of the Azor is regarded as north? Rebbe Yosef Rebbe says it's from the north wall of the Mizbeach until the north wall of the Azara. Rebbe Lazar Rebbe Shimon adds the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. And Rebbe adds the area in which the Kohanim may walk, referring to the Ezehud's Kohanim, as well as the area in which the non-Kohanim may walk, referring to the Ezehud's Yisrael, both of which are east of the Mizbeach. The Gemara concludes that the Mishnah can also be going according to Rebbe, for if he holds that an area of less Kedusha is considered north, then certainly an area close to the Ulam is considered north. The reason the Par's position between the Ulam and the Mizbeach and Yom Kippur is Mishum Chush of the Kongadol because of the weakness of the Kongadol. Confessing and then shechting it farther away would require carrying the blood a greater distance. Point number two, the Gemara brings some price that includes Malchokas regarding Vidui on an Ola. Although an Ola is not brought for transgressing a mitzvah's lo sase, Rabbi Yossi Aguli says one does confess on it for the sins of Lekut Shechah Peha Umaiso Ani. Rekiva says, Ein Ola ba ela alase, ba alo sase shenitaglase. An Ola is not brought except for violating a mitzvah's ase and a mitzvah's lo sase that is remedied by a mitzvah's ase. Rabbi Yirmiya brings one interpretation of the Malchokas, and Abai disagrees, saying, Betazov kamifuge. They disagree regarding the Mrs. Ase of You Shall Leave, with which the prohibitions of Lekin and Peah conclude. Rabbi Kiva holds Tazov mikarmashma, that You Shall Leave implies the initial obligation to leave the Lekin and Peah for the poor, but it's not meant to rectify a prior failure to do so. Therefore, these Mrs. are not in the category of Alavanitikla Ase. Rabbi Yosef Aglil holds Hashtamashma, that this command implies a present obligation taking effect after the prohibition has been violated and serves to remedy the transgression. Hence, they do fall under the category of a love And point number three was taught in the brace that the Rebbe Mirror holds the Kongadol says vidui over his par by saying avisi peshati v'chatasi. I've committed avonos, I've committed peshaim, and I've committed chataim. For this is how Moshe referred to Hashem as nose avon v'vesh v'chata'a, forgiver of avon, pesha, and chata'a. The Chamin challenged Ramir because Avonas are willful sins, Peshaim are rebellious sins, and Chataim are inadvertent sins. So once one confesses over the first two, which are intentional, it doesn't make sense that he then confesses over the inadvertent ones. Rather, the order is Chatasi Vavisi Peshati Fanecho, placing the inadvertent sins first, followed by those done willfully, and then followed by those done in rebellion. What Moshe Rabbeinu was saying was, Rabbonu Sholom, B'shashi Yisrael Chotim Fanecho, V'hosin Shuva, Aselhem Zedonos Kashkagos, Master of the Universe, at the time that Yisrael sins before you and then does tshuva, transform for them their willful sins into inadvertent ones. So once again, the three points are number one. The Mishnah on the bottom, Daf Lamed Hayam Beis, discusses the Kongan as Vidui on his par, which is done in the northern part of the Azor in the place where it's shechted. Bala eats Oparo, Oparo Omed Bein Ulam, Mizbeach. He comes to the bull, and his bull would be standing between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. The Gemara here suggests that the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe Lezbeh Shimon, Based on a brace of the taught, Ezehud Safon, what part of the Azor is regarded as north? Rabbi Yosef Yehuda says it's from the north wall of the Mizbeach until the north wall of the Azara. Rabbi Lezab Rabbi Shimon adds the area between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. Rabbi adds the area in which the Kohanim may walk, referring to the Ezra's Kohanim, as well as the area in which non-Kohanim walk, referring to the Ezra's Israel, both of which are east of the Mizbeach. The Gemara concludes that the Mishkan also be going according to Rabbi. 
For if he holds that an area of less Kedusha is considered north, then certainly an area closer to the Ulm is considered north. The reason the par is positioned between the Ulm and the Mizbeach on Yom Kippur is Mishim Chush to the Kohen Gadol because of the weakness of the Kohen Gadol. Confessing and then shackling it farther away would require carrying the blood a greater distance. Point number two, the Gemara brings a price that includes the Malchokas regarding Vidui on an Ola. Although an Ola is not brought for transgressing a mitzvah's losase, Rabbi Yossi Aguli says one does confess on it for the sins of Leket Shechapeah and Maeser Ani. Rekiva says, In Ola Ba An Ola is not brought except for violating a mitzvah's ase and a mitzvah's losase that is remedied by mitzvah's ase. Rabbi Yirmi brings one interpretation of the Malchokas, and Abai disagrees, saying, they disagree regarding the mitzvah's ase of you shall leave, with which the prohibitions of Leket and Peah conclude. Rabbi Kiva holds tazov that you shall leave implies the initial obligation to leave the Leket and Peah for the poor, but it's not meant to rectify a prior failure to do so. Therefore, these mitzvahs are not in the category of a lavhanita klaase. Rabbi Yosef Galili holds hashtamashma, that this command implies a present obligation taking effect after the prohibition has been violated and serves to remedy the transgression. Hence, they do fall under the category of alavanita klase. And point number three, it was taught in the Bryce that Ramir holds that the Kongado says vidui over his par by saying, avisi peshati v'chatasi, I have committed avonos, I have committed peshaim, and I have committed chataim, for this now Moshe referred to Hashem as nose avon v'pesha v'chata'a, for Gibrav Avon, Pesha, and Chata'a. The Chamim challenge Rabbi Meir because Avonas are willful sins, Peshaim are rebellious sins, and Chataim are inadvertent sins. So once one confesses over the first two, which are intentional, it doesn't make sense that he confesses over the inadvertent ones. Rather, the order is Chatasi Vavisi Upashati Fanecha, placing the inadvertent sins first, followed by those done willfully, and then followed by those done in rebellion. What Moshe was saying was, Rabbonu Sha'olam, Bashashi Yisrael Chotim Lefanecha, Losin Tshuva, Aselem Zedonus Kashkagos, Master of the Universe, at a time that Yisrael sins before you, and then does Tshuva, transform for them their willful sins into inadvertent ones. Alright, so now we get our Simber Daflamid Vav, and our standard Simon is a Lulav, a Lulav. So here goes. The Lulaving, standing upright in the northern part of the Azorah, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, encircled the Leka transgressor who said Vidui on his Ola saying Chatasi, Avisi, Pashati. Once again, it's slow motion. The loving, the loving, that must be more on Duff, Lamed Vav. The loving, standing upright in the northern part of the Azorah, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, which reminds the mission on the bottom Duff, Lamed Hey, Amad Beis, discusses the Kongado's Vidui on his par, which is done in the northern part of the Azorah, in the place where it's shechted. Bola eats a par, uparo omed bena Ulam, v'lo Mizbeach. He comes to the bowl, and his bowl would be standing between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. The Gemara here suggests that the Mishnah is going according to Rebbe Shimon based on a Bryce that taught Ezu Tzafon, what part of the Azar is regarded as north. Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudah says it's from the north wall of the Mizbech until the north wall of the Azorah. Rebbe Shimon adds the area between the Ulm and the Mizbech, and Rebbe adds the area in which the Kohanim may walk, referring to the Ezra's Kohanim, as well as the area in which non-Kohanim walk, referring to the Ezra's Yisrael, both of which are east of the Mizbech. The Gemara concludes the mission can also be going according to Rebbe, for if he holds an area of less Kedusha is considered north, then certainly an area closer to the Ulam is considered north. The reason the part is positioned between the Ulam and the Mizbeach and Yom Kippur is Mishim Chush of the Kohen Gadol, because of the weakness of the Kohen Gadol, confessing and then shakting it farther away would require carrying the blood a greater distance. So, the Ulam standing upright in the northern part of the Azorah, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, in Sukkah, the Leka transgressor, who said Vidui on his Ola, which reminds us, the Gemara brings a price that includes a Malchus regarding Vidui on an Ola. Although an Ola is not brought for transgressing a mitzvah's losase, 
Rabbi Yossi Akali says one does confess on it for the sins of Leket Shechot Peh Umayso Ani. Rabbi Kiva says an all is not brought except for violating a mitzvah's ase and a mitzvah's losaseh shenitiko ase, a mitzvah's losaseh that's remedied by a mitzvah's ase. Rabbi Yumi brings one interpretation of the Malchokas and Abai disagrees saying, Betazov Kamufige. They disagree regarding the mitzvah's ase of you shall leave, with which the prohibitions of Leket and Peh conclude. Rabbi Kiva holds Tazov Mikarmashma. That you shall leave implies the initial obligation to leave the leket and pay for the poor, but it's not meant to rectify a prior failure to do so. Therefore, these mitzvahs are not in the category of Allah Nitaklase. Rabbi Yosef Glee holds Ashtamashma that this command complies a present obligation taking effect after the prohibition has been violated and serves to remedy the transgression. Hence, they do fall under the category of Alav Anitakla'ase. So, the Lulavim standing upright in the northern part of the Azora, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, encircled the Lekha transgressor who said Vidui Anazola, saying Chatasi Avisi Peshati. Which reminds us, it was taught in Bryce that Ramir holds that the Kongadol says Vidui over his par by saying Avisi Peshati Vichatasi. For this, how Moshe referred to Hashem as Nose Avon Lupesha Vichata'a, forgiver of Avon Pesha Vichata'a. The Chachamim challenged Ramir because Avonas are willful sins, Bishaim are rebellious sins, and Chatim are inadvertent sins. So once one confesses over the first two, which are intentional, it doesn't make sense that he confesses over the inadvertent ones. Rather, the order is Chatasi Vavisi Upashati Ufanecha, placing the inadvertent sins first, followed by those done willfully, and then followed by those done in rebellion. What Moshe was saying was, Rabbon Sha'olam, Bashashi Zorchotim Fanecha, Baosin Teshuva, Aselahem Zedonos Kashogagos, Master of the Universe, at a time the Yisrael sins before you and then does Teshuva, transform for them their willful sins into inadvertent ones. So once again, the Lulavim standing upright in the northern part of the Azorah, between the Ulam and the Mizbeach, encircled the Lekha transgressor who said Vidwi on his Ola, saying Chatasi Avisi Peshati. Alright, that concludes the Shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.